Mm, you are prompt, if nothing else, Jean. I trust you were successful in your assigned tasks. Atwater's parents and his child are secure for now. In the location as per your instructions. Yes, yes, delightful. You met with no problem in their collection? None at all. Yes, I'm sure they're just charming people, aren't they? Dr. Atwater, he's really quite a tragic fellow, Jean. Our dear, devoted doctor. I dare say his family life has really been a shambles. <laughs> How lovely. Certainly. I would like to now be informed of your next intentions. I think it would be best to move the child and its grandparents from their current location. I will not stand for your constant second-guessing, Jean. Remember your place in these matters. Oh, but you're young. Even I was a bit presumptuous at your age. No. No, Jean. You must trust that I know what our friend Richard needs most in his life. A woman's touch. No. Leave Richard's little family where they are. You were awfully confident in your ability to control this Atwater. I do not believe our master has such a low opinion of him. Know thy place. You try my patience, you insignificant whelp. Remember, I was old when you were still a puling infant. It is you who are questioning the father's judgment when you question mine. He has entrusted me with this errand. I alone am perfectly suited to deal with Richard Atwater. As you say. Get out of my sight, Jean. Before I lose my patience. Very well. I bid you. Good evening. Yes, Father. She does bear watching. There are some areas of the human mind, and indeed of the world we live in, that were never meant for investigation. There are always those who delve into the darker worlds of knowledge, and many pay with their sanity for their interest. Some of these unfortunates are taken in by the Hayward Foundation, an organization that studies paranormal experiences and their effects on humanity. It is cases such as these that are sent to a restored mansion in a small coastal town in Maine, a center for the care and study of the insane. Since the 1920s, this place has been known as the Hayward Sanitarium. Chandler's involvement, it's just... 
I can't figure it out. There's no connection, and it's driving me crazy. Chandler, huh? Yeah, his death is a real tragedy. He missed out on a real promise in bartending career. Frog years carpeting. Hey, now who's embarrassing who here? Jeez, I can't take you anywhere. And it was coffee, if you recall. That's the spirit. At least you're laughing. Just if we're ever going to find anything out, though, we're in the right yeah, place. Well, Talking to Hallie's little boyfriend is sure to be an enlightening yeah, experience. Well, I hope we can see him. All right, well, uh, excuse me, deputy. Uh, may I help you? We're here to visit a fellow uh, y'all got in lockup. Yes. Visiting rights is limited for prisoners right now, given certain circumstances, gentlemen. Uh, perhaps we could speak to Sheriff Trumbull. Well, he's sort of busy with those certain circumstances himself. Now, I've got I'm, this here, I'm here from the foundation, Mr. Deputy. It says so here on this old ID card. Sheriff! Look, he'll be right here, gentlemen, if you'll excuse me. Thank you. Everything's man has to rub it in, why don't you? Don't leave the now. Well, how to do, Sheriff? Duck that one, and Mr. Carterman, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't mean to be rude, as you can see, we're a bit busy here, fellas. There's something I can do for you? Actually, yes. We're here to see Robert Elliott. Mighty popular fellow, that Elliott there. This is official business, of course. Well, you think we're here to bring that nutcase a cake or something? Of course it's official. The sanitarium is really quite upset about the whole tragedy, oh, Sheriff. All right, boys, follow me. The visited room is a bit occupied just at present. What? Sheriff? Fellas, want to talk with that Elliot fella? Take them on back to the cell, will you? I got their marshals in the visiting room right now. You fellas gonna be back here long? I got me a heap of work to do. Well, I'll tell you what, y'all just get on with that, and we'll give you a holler to let us out when we're all through, okay? Well, I suppose he don't look like he's in that shape to give you boys a problem. If he act up, you give a shout real quick, like. Okay? Oh, we will, I assure you, Dad. Yes. I'll be back to check it in a bit, mm -hmm. just in case. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Robert. Uh -huh. Robert, come out from there, Robert. It's it's okay. Is that you? Yes, it's me. How are you feeling, Robert? How you like in jail, boy? Anybody asked you out on a date yet? Or? Please, Justin. Robert, could I talk to you a little? No one's going to hurt you. You can come out from under the blanket, Robert. What did I do wrong, Dr. Atwater? Why am I here? Well, you did kind of kill Dr. Chandler. Is that why? But I did that right. You did that right? Did somebody tell you to kill Chandler? Why did you kill him? For, for Hallie, of course. I did that so that we could be together. And now we can. She, she loves me. She just doesn't know it yet. Well, I wouldn't be looking forward to any conjugal visits anytime soon, pal. She's just being honest, Justin. Well, Let him talk. Robert, did you give Maria Cassador any assistance in her escape from her cell at the sanitarium? Why does everybody keep asking me that? Who would let her out? She's dangerous, you know. The other orderlies were always so scared. Robert, you're in charge of distributing medications on the maximum security wards to patients like Maria, right? You know that, doctor. So you administer Dermot O'Brien's medication? Correct. Uh, they keep it pretty cold in here, don't they? Robert, did you hear me? Yes. O'Brien's medication. You gave it to him personally, right? 
Please, Dr. Atwater, don't, don't ask me. Damn, it's cold in here. I can see my branch. Just, just stamp your feet or something, will you? Robert, I need to know about Dermot's medications. You weren't issuing the prescribed meds, were you? I won't be mad, Robert. Just tell me the truth. I, I, I can't, doctor. I, I, it's okay. Are you, are you afraid? What are you afraid of? I'm not angry. Is there someone else you're afraid of? I just did as I was told. I didn't do anything wrong, did I? Who told you? Told you to do what? I gave him the drugs. I had to. I'm sorry, Dr. Atwater, I had to. What drugs? Not the ones I prescribed? He told me to. My mind. I, I had to obey. The, the syringes were there. And I, I don't know. I can't tell you. He'll kill me. Who, Robert? Who was it? Chandler? Ch Ch Chandler? No. Richard, no. I think something's going on here. It's damn cold, and he looks weird. He's, who, Robert? Who gave you the psychoactive? Who told you to do it? I can't tell you. Uh, cold. cold. Robert! I, all right, all right. It doesn't matter anyway. It'll all be over soon. It won't take much more for it to be complete. And it's too late to stop him now. He's too powerful to resist. It was... Jesus. Oh, Richard, he's got some kind of seat. Hey, deputy, call an ambulance. Give me give your... Oh, oh, oh. He's like a dog. Oh, oh, oh. Deputy, now! I had to go into some kind of arrest. Hold him steady. He's colder than ice, Richard. What the hell's going on here? What are you doing to him? Call an ambulance. This man needs immediate medical attention. Do it now! Damn, Bob. Call the rescue squad. sort of seem to happen when you fellas are around. We just got word from the hospital. Elliot was pronounced dead on arrival. Well, he was deader than dirt in that cell. Richard was trying to revive him. Yes, well, you say he just up and had some kind of a, a fit, was it? He just began convulsing. Most violent convulsions I've ever seen in my whole career. Unnaturally violent. Yes. Ah, and you naturally did everything you could to help him till the EMTs arrived. Of course. Talking to him about Chandler's murder, you were? You... Say that during your conversation with him, he didn't seem unusually agitated? He was as nervous as a fly in a hot plate in there, Sheriff. But if you're implying that we had anything to do... Are you suggesting that we killed him? I was trying to save him. I'm a doctor, for Christ's sake. Now, hold on there now, Dr. Atwater. I'm not implying anything, gentlemen, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. It doesn't seem to look real good from where I'm sitting. This fella just up and dying with you two in his cell, unsupervised and all. The FBI and all them types got a forensics team in there right now. We'll know more when they're through and the autopsy is complete. But for now, I'd suggest you fellas make sure you keep yourselves available. If you take my meaning. So we're free to go? I, I, I got your statements here. That's all I need for now. You should be expecting to hear from me, though. Oh, hell, come on, Richard. You guys. Boris! Morris! Uh-huh. 
Ready to go over to the morgue, Pete? Yeah, I think we better start keeping a closer eye on those two. They're all tight-lipped, and I don't like it. Uh-huh. Get a man on them and see if we can't dig up a little more personal information on this stuff here. I'm going to look in on the circuits in the cell real quick, and uh, I'll meet you in the, in the cruiser. Dr. Hauptmann, and very puzzling. How long has he been like this? He began descending into catatonia nearly four days ago, Malcolm. It seemed mild enough at that time, but there was no response to any normal stimulants. I put him under observation two days ago and started the IV yesterday. Still, the regression continues, and his physical state worsens at an ever-increasing rate. Still no response. Any ideas on what could have triggered his withdrawal? None as yet. I am afraid this does not reflect well at all on the abilities and judgment of Dr. Atwater. Richard? O'Brien's physical condition was stable at least. Well, he was under Richard's care and he was communicative. Has your review of this case led you to think that Atwater was incompetent or worse? The case history is a difficult tangle to interpret, Malcolm. And Dr. Chandler's death leaves his accusation of misconduct against Atwater completely unresolved. Here, look. These charts include the most recent tests. Hey, just looking here, his state appears to have worsened after George took over. It seems natural to suspect that there was some sort of foul play with Robert. Have you been able to speak with him? No, unfortunately. I will not be able to, either. Mr. Elliot passed away this morning in his cell with Dr. Atwater in no. attendance. Really? Yes. Very troubling. I don't know what to think, but I must concern myself first and foremost with the effects of these drugs and substances on Mr. O'Brien, not with who administered them. I cannot afford to wait and see if these mild treatments will eventually bring him around. I fear I may have to resort to more drastic I measures. I don't think that aggressive chemical therapy will counteract this regression in time. I am considering electroshock, actually. It seems rather extreme, Dr. The situation Hoffman. is rather extreme. There Dr. isn't a lot of leeway in a course of treatment like this. It might be adversely affected. If I do not act swiftly, he will become a hopeless catatonic, regardless. I don't see that I have much choice, unless you consider surgical options. Well, Doctor, the ultimate decision is yours, of course. If you really feel that his condition is so critical, something will have to be done. But whoever is responsible... I, I can hardly believe that a man in our profession would do such a thing. I now sever the aorta. There. 
part weighs 241.06 grams. I'm Ooh. sorry I'm late, Doc. I'm sorry I don't have much time either. You wouldn't believe the crowd I got down there at the station. Ha! And I thought you sent them all here. Uh, all these photographers are making me feel like a model. So what can you tell me? Well, not a lot, Pete. Damnedest thing I've ever seen, this one. He seems to be in pretty fair health. And, uh, I don't see any nervous disorder in his past history that mm. would explain a seizure of this magnitude. Yeah. Look here. He's bruised himself here and here from mm. thrashing around. Uh, these bruises are from the CPR. Seizure? The cause of death? I wouldn't say that for certain. But I'm not sure what else we've got here. So, no, uh, no history. What induced it? Any needle marks? No, he wasn't injected with anything. And the stomach is clean, too. Mm. The one thing that gets me, Pete, is this here. Uh, what am I looking at here, Doc? Well, Pete, take a look here. And, and here and here. You see this sort of ashen-colored tissue all down in here? I am. Well, it doesn't make any sense. But I'd have to say that it looks like frostbite. Oh, frostbite? What the hell could cause that? Search me. Sheriff, I hate to interrupt, but I got that Atwater information you wanted. You're not going to believe this. Oh, yeah? Atwater has been suspended from duty at the sanitarium on ethical charges brought up by the late Dr. Chandler. Something about using illegal drugs and such. You're wrong, Morris. I do believe it. Official business. <laughs> Almost sounds like grounds for motive and intent to me. And when you come right down to it, there sure has been a lot of trouble around here since Dr. Atwater arrived. You want him picked up? Hell yes, Morris. Pick him up. Pick him up. She spoke with McLeod, who said that Dermot's really relapsed in my absence to a critical point. Hauptman is planning electroshock treatments as a last-ditch effort. We've got to get him out of there, Justin. He's got all the answers to all of this in his head. We just have to piece them together. What, you mean bust him out of there? Now how are we going to do that? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure something out. Perhaps some sort of diversion. Diver Richard, the place is crawling with the law. The FBI, the DOC. Hell, it's worse than alphabet soup. Oh, I know, but we can't wait. Whoever was manipulating Robert into switching Dermot's medication is still a threat. You heard Robert in that cell. An electroshock. Hell, it's barbaric enough. But if someone tampers with that equipment, he could end up toast. Or an overcooked vegetable. Either way, we can't let that happen. No. And speaking of vegetables and toast and soup and... What not? I can't think on this empty stomach anymore. I'm going to fix me a poor boy. You want to split it? Yeah, actually, that sounds great. I haven't eaten a thing. Well, as I see it, we got a major problem already, Richard. What's that? You don't have any hot sauce. Justin, 
Seriously though, one of the sheriff's boys has been sitting out in some kind of unlocked police car down the street there. I can see him from here. What? You keep down, Richard. He's probably been there since this morning. Great. I can't believe they suspect us of Robert's murder. You know, I got the chilling feeling in there that someone shut him up on purpose like. Was that like any seizure you had ever seen? No. You know, his eyes were all icy and creepy. God, it's almost like he was I know, I know. Robert's episode is awfully hard to rationalize. Well, honestly, I don't think anyone's going to miss good old Robert. But we are in a little deep now. People are dying, Richard. We don't have a choice, Justin. Whatever's going on at the sanitarium is just a symptom of a, something bigger. I'm sure it's nothing good. Mm, I'll go call my folks. I should be in Boston with Dr. Wakefield by now. Well, that's good, but not with your mouth full, right, Mr. Manners? It's a darn good sandwich. Damn right. Richard, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. for you. Dr. Atwater, we got a warrant here for your arrest. And just turn around slowly and face the wall. Okay. What's the charge? Being charged in connection with the death of Robert Elliott. I'll put your left hand behind your back. Where's that card, one fella? Right here behind you, Bonnie Five. Justin! Alright, don't make no sudden moves. Damn, you know, I've always wanted to say that. All right, now turn around real slow and keep them hands up high. Come on. All right, all right. Where'd you get that pistol? Oh, hell, this is my little old squirrel gun. You know, you shouldn't have slammed your car door, deputy, and you should have parked out of sight. You're making a big mistake, Carlin. This house is under surveillance. You want me to get out the driveway? I don't think so. I had me a good look out the windows just now, but in case I'm wrong, we're going to play hostage. Hostage? Yeah, I make a good criminal, don't I, Richard? All right, drop them cuffs and move into the center of the room. I'm not joking now. Nice and slow. Pick up them cuffs, Richard. All right. Now, Deputy, you just lay down on your stomach and put your hands behind your back. You know how it goes. Okay, okay. All right, Don't right. shoot me. Now, save it for the car trip. Get down, I said. Cuff him, Richard. Okay. Stay on that side. You're blocking my shot. Right, got yeah. it. There. All right, back away, back away. All right, hey, take his gun belt just in case he got any of them nasty toys like mace or anything. All right. All right. Richard, grab his pistol and ammo and get whatever else you need. And hurry up. All right. Okay, I got it. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, open the door. Step aside. All right, deputy dog, let's go. Come on. Bonnie Fife here is going to lead the way. Justin, you're crazy. is going to be okay. Will you relax, Richard? Geez, he'll squirm out all of that in a little while. How can you be so sure? We probably didn't need to use a whole roll of duct tape. Yeah, we did, let me tell you. Although, we could have picked a bigger tree. 
Well, hell, he'll still have to hike about 12 miles to that little old stop and go store. And with a little luck, he might have a few hours stock. Now, we need to get us a new ride and ditch this breadcrumb. Breadcrumb? This car of yours. Did you ever read Hansel and Gretel? No. We gotta make them think we're headed somewhere else. Gee, sometimes I think you had a deprived childhood, Richard. Okay, okay, let's see. Hey, Gordon Fox is out of town. That's right. He took the train down to Boston for mm -hmm. a conference, and he lives close to the station. He probably left his car parked at home. Not bad, Richard, not bad. You're catching on to all of this. <laughs> Someday you'll make a fine criminal. Thanks, I think. Here you go. Why do I need a gun? Well, I haven't figured that out just yet, but when the time comes, I'll, I'll let you know. Great. Why do you run, Hermit? Your end is inevitable. Except it, the experience will be brief. I don't want to torture you eternally. Oh, Mr. O'Brien, really? How predictable, retiring to the home of your childhood. It was here you learned the true value of the game fire. Using corpses as markers, each death proving the rightness of your cause. Did you quit because it sickened you? Or did you find yourself enjoying it too much? We are not so different, you and I. Committed to Hayward Sanitarium. Written by Matthew Bocco and David Johnson. Episode 9, directed by Kevin Swan. Produced by Richard Fish. Associate producer, Ron Keith. Sound design by John Weber. Engineering and Foley team led by John Weber, including Richard Fish, Steve Johnson, Tony Brewer, Ron Keith, and Jason Cole. Featuring Mike Kelleher, Mike Sherman, Richard Fish, Kevin Swan, Tom Holicky, Diane Kondrat, John Vollmer, Joel Marsh, and Spiridon Stratagos. Musical assistance by Ron Keith and Steve Johnson. Studio facilities provided by Lodestone Productions and Studio V. Copyright 1997. Hayward Sanitarium is made possible by grants from Lodestone Productions, the Bloomington Area Arts Council, and the generosity of its cast and crew. Hayward Sanitarium is a last-minute production. <laughs>